Welcome everybody to the Longhorn Republic, your source for Texas Longhorn news, sports, and opinions with a bit of snark built in. We are a podcast at Burn Orange Nation, and you can find more great Texas Longhorn content over at BurnOrangeNation.com. Before we get started today, I'd love to remind you, if you like what we do, please leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps get the show out there. Share this with your friends wherever you found it, whether it was Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, all of the major places where you can find fine podcast content. You can find Kyle and I. Feel free to connect with us on social media at Longhorn Pod. Shoot us an email, LonghornRepublicPod at gmail.com. Well, my name is Gerald Goodridge. I'm your host this week, like I am every week. And I'm joined by a man who's working on a sponsorship from Razor Gaming, Kyle Carpenter. Kyle, how are you? I assume that's good. Uh, we will we'll, we'll probably talk about that a little more. Um, no, I uh, I've been playing uh, a little bit of my wife will tell you a lot of bit of NBA two K, uh, a little bit of FIFA. Um, finished up uh, Grand Theft Auto. I've been I've been doing a little video gaming uh, during during the break. Um, read, read a book, uh, watched a couple shows. I, I, I promise if anyone from uh, my company, uh, is, is working, I also have done a little work, a lot of, of, of work, I should say. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's been, uh, it's been okay. Kyle, I've been more productive at home. Seriously. And I still have time in the evenings to like, I, I'm a masochist. So I want, I was like, I want to play Madden or something. Uh, yeah. and it's terrible once again, and I'm a Dolphins fan. So it's even more terrible because the Dolphins are trash in that game. It's super, super awful. But so as you're all well aware, um, we're, we're stuck at home right now. There's not any, uh, traditional sports going on. There's not really anything happening at all. You shouldn't be leaving your house. If you are, you are the problem. I just said it. There you go. So we are kind of stretching a little bit and doing something new. Uh, The University of Texas isn't just about the traditional physical sports, but the University of Texas has an eSports program going on. Uh, Last week, we had the distinct pleasure of having Ashley Kim on the show with us. And this week, we she one of the things she recommended in her in her interview was that if you're trying to get into esports, if you want to just step in and and, and and learn that League of Legends is the way to go. And so we have the opportunity to reach out to the uh, to the leader of the League of Legends group uh, for Longhorn Gaming, Ahir Chatterjee, student at the University of Texas. Just a little background history about League of Legends. So in our month of esports coverage, like League of Legends is one of if not the biggest esports in the world. I think there were more than a hundred million unique users watched the world championships online last year. So uh, several Super Bowls combined. So a big, big deal. And so here agreed to come on here. Chatterjee from University of Texas here. How are you doing today, man? Hey, uh, thank you for having me on. I'm doing great today. Awesome. So uh, just to give us a little heads up or about you, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got connected with the Longhorn Gaming Group and, and just uh, how you got into esports. So uh, I'm a sophomore computer science student at the University of Texas. So second year coming in and second year with Longhorn Gaming, actually. So last year I was, uh, my first introduction to Longhorn Gaming was as a freshman. I wanted to try out for the team because back in high school, I competed in League of Legends and I was like, wow, college, League of Legends seems fun, right? Um, So I tried out for the team and I got placed on our second team. And I basically kind of became like, while I was also playing on that team, I kind of became the like coach and manager for that team as well, since it wasn't really too much of a formal structure. And from there, we had a lot of people graduating, including like staff and players last year. And so I was able to step up into the role of taking uh, the head coach or manager position, leader, whatever you want to call it, for our 
roster this year. All right, so before we go too much farther, I'm going to be the voice of the uh, the the unknown here, or the unknowing, I guess I should say. Um, besides having just a fantastic sounding name, League of Legends, what's the uh, the the quick elevator pitch for what it actually is and and why it's so popular, why you love it, why everyone loves it? Yeah, of course. So for y'all that don't know, League of Legends is a five v five, so five people versus five other people, um, online computer game. Uh, it's called in the genre of MOBA, which it sounds really complicated, but it's really not. It stands for Multiplayer Online Battle Arena. And so that's just a fancy word of saying like team deathmatch kind of thing. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, two teams, and then there's um, there's these various structures like called turrets that you want to take down in between. And without getting too complicated, basically, you have five different champions on one team, or your legends so-called right uh, league of legends and five other legends on the other team right champions and the goal is to basically put together the five strongest champions that you, you can put together and destroy all the structures uh, of the enemy team to win and the games can take anywhere from like 20 minutes to even an hour in some really really close nail-biting games and that that kind of uh back and forth is what makes the game so fun and it's fun to watch, especially too. I want to ask a follow-up question with that. So you've got you've got five people, five players on each team. Are there like different positions or different like roles that people fill? And like, who's the one that gets all the chicks? Like, that's the real question. Like, <laughs> you know, the quarterback gets the girls. Like, who's the one that, that gets oh, all man. of the the adoration? <laughs> okay, okay. So um, yeah, there there are different roles. There's five different roles. Uh, without going into too much, there's the top lane. Um, there's the jungle position. There's the middle mid lane position. There's the bot lane position, which is also known as the carry position. You can probably see where this is going. And then there's the support position. Um, so if y'all had to, I, I actually want to pull y'all. Where do y'all? Who do y'all think gets the most kicks? Just off the name. I mean, jungle sounds amazing. I just would immediately try out for jungle, whatever that is. Car- Carry's the one that jumps out to me. But again, I I don't know anything. Yeah, I, I think given our uh, history, I, th- I would say Carrie is probably the Crushing role. Crushing it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, I you're, mean, like the, you're the running back. <laughs> you're the guy with the ball in your hands. You're the carrier. Exactly, exactly. All right, all right. Good to know. So, <laughs> I get it. Um, you know, what, one of the things that, that Kyle and I really like to do is, is we like to you know, challenge misconceptions and, and kind of conventional thinking about sports. We highlight a lot of the non-revenue sports on our podcast that we pride ourselves in. So when you think about, like, eSports and League of Legends and, and kind of the misconceptions about it uh, from the outside looking in, man, what, what do you think are the biggest misconceptions about eSports and, and what you do uh, both as a, you know, as a hobby and something that you, you're trying to uh, – kind of make it make it in i think the best misconception to kind of like get into right now is kind of like the gamer stereotype right <laughs> i mean the very classic even i have this right when you think of a gamer you think of okay he's sitting on his couch playing call of duty mountain dew doritos kind of thing going on right <laughs> <laughs> but uh you'd be really surprised at the amount of work and uh the actual like uh how close it really does feel to like traditional sports when you get to the higher levels and when you really put that structure together because at the end of the day, yeah, you're not really, I guess, being athletic in the traditional sense where you're like working out, right? You're, um, you need to get as strong as you can or do uh, strength trials, that kind of stuff for traditional sports. But you still have to be putting in the time. Like there's the, the same thing. You have to do like your uh, video reviews, right? You have to find your ways to improve your fundamentals at the game. And these things take time and dedication and like the team needs to come together. You have arguments, you have all that kind of good stuff that you're going to have when you have a team sport, right? So really, 
I see very little difference between traditional sports and esports, other than the fact of like how they're how they're physically played. You're still grinding tape. You made as someone who has punched a hole in a wall, uh, maybe some beverages involved after a uh, 3 a.m. match of FIFA. I understand there is some strength physically that comes with uh, with with gaming, but uh, <laughs> I, I am I am actually curious. Um, is there this is just again me applying my scope as I understand the world? Is there like a bench? Is there like a starting five, and you have you know, alternates or something, or is it, is it, it's these five and, you know, ride or die, no one else can ever get in the team. Wow. That's actually a really great question because this is one of the first years where we've actually been able to really use the bench. And I think we used it as effectively as we could. Um, but given kind of our resources, it, it's always kind of hard. Right. Um, but so th- this year, basically in two of our positions, we basically had like a, so it's a five man game, five man team but we basically had seven people who were really, really talented. And so uh, in two positions, we were swapping people in and out to kind of gotcha. see like, you know, um, who's going to be better. And we were doing that for a long part of the season and about, honestly, it might've even been just a month, month and a half ago where we actually made that final decision of like, okay, we need to finalize like the roster, who's going to be this five men. But um, yeah, so there definitely can be a bench and it can be a really effective tool of like really bringing out the best in all the players. Oh, that's awesome. It, here's what I'll say for for uh, any differences or any, um, you know, like we talked about misconceptions, you ultimately wear the Longhorn uh, across your chest or on your, your you know, headphones, wherever you put your logo. Um, but uh, so, so you have fans in this podcast. People will support anything that says Longhorn on it. But but, you know, we, we are notorious for, for liking winners. So how the, the important money question, how does uh, the University of Texas stack up? in the collegiate League of Legends rankings. Yeah, so uh, let's let's go back to last year. Just uh, So one thing is, well, let's go all the way back then. Um, and so in our history, we've never missed playoffs in uh, the South region. So the South region is, um, this year is comprised of 100 different teams, all within the South, I guess, that's the best way to say it. And um, we never missed playoffs, which means top eight. So nice. we've always been top eight in our region. Last year, though, we won our region. And uh, we won $56,000 for getting first place in our region last year. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, really, really fun. And um, going on from that, um, we, hit, we got ranked seventh by ESPN in the nation for being one of the top teams. Um, and so that, that was also super fun, getting that ranking, finally. That's awesome. <laughs> and um, this year we were... Oh, man, uh, this this year, so our season currently is actually suspended because of COVID-19. Uh, so we were in our playoffs run this year. It was actually funny. We were up. Um, so you play a five-game series in playoffs, and we were up 1-0 in that series when the season got suspended. So we're forever stuck in a suspension of 1-0. Oh, man. Yeah. But, That's um, brutal. If we were Texas A&M, you'd hang a banner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we might have even gotten further than Texas A&M. We were playing NC State, uh, North Carolina. So uh-huh. uh, three of them last year. We were going to hopefully do the same this year, but who knows, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, so this year, I guess we're unofficially uh, top eight once again in Claymation. I'll take Damn it. it. Awesome. Yeah. So here, thank you so much for taking some time out, man. If people want to connect with you uh, on the internet, man, where can they find you? Yeah, um, I have a Twitter. I guess this is probably the best way. Um, it goes by my in-game handle, which is yes. Crusher Cake. Uh, yes. All one word. <laughs> so that's probably the best place to find me and reach out to me. 
Awesome, man. Thank you so much for taking some time out. This has been incredible. Yeah, it's been an honor to be on the show. Thank you so much for having me. All right, so now it's uh, time for everyone's favorite part of the week. We look at the world with the burnt orange tins glasses um not quite as much with sports a little bit uh well, a, a lot of bit uh quiet but we do have some news nonetheless um we're gonna run through here relatively quick uh the big one uh, that came out that actually i guess has some uh some implications the women's golf team finished number two in the final golf week rankings of the season so i don't know that we get to hang a banner um outside of the country club but uh still a, a really fantastic season for the uh, for the team, and uh, you know, you hope that all of those people come back next season for a, a chance at number one. Absolutely, that that's I think that's the toughest part for me is that so many of these Texas teams are poised to have really good seasons. I say toughest part when we think of sports, when we think of the stuff that doesn't matter. That's the toughest part for me is that like the baseball team was poised to have a special year, the softball team poised to have a special year, uh, though like all of the the golf teams, like the swimming and and the even the the winter sports sports especially because you know swimming and diving doesn't get an extra year basketball doesn't get an extra year like that's yeah. tough yeah i mean it, it certainly hurts um for for those kids and it's certainly you know in perspective it is it is small drops in a bucket of, of a, a big larger global uh thing going on but it, it definitely for those people for you know any of those athletes who have trained and uh poured their heart and soul into something it's it's got to be deflating especially you know for the ones who don't go on to play at the next level but uh, the good news is, is um the ncaa will count all spring stats for historical purposes um it's going to be interesting how they do that i guess it's some people you know will obviously just have six uh six seasons potentially if they redshirt one um or, or five seasons if they you know just play a traditional four um years they can they can rack up the stats but they will count um for baseball for softball for uh, the various spring sports um and that that brings a couple um you know interesting milestones making sure that they are preserved um in stone and and no chance uh that mike white's 500th career win uh, which we, we shout out on the podcast honors to him. And uh, obviously the, the biggest probably uh, event in, in my mind, I'm a softball guy of the spring semester, that is uh, Miranda Elish's perfect game. I think it's good because those games were played, right? Like you lose a season, but you don't want to lose the stats and you don't yeah. want to say, hey, you achieved this thing, but not really. Like that's yeah. that's why I think vacating trophies are stupid because everybody, everybody knows that Reggie Bush won the Heisman that year, right? That's why it's just like, it's super dumb. Vacating trophies is super dumb. Fair enough. Um, I went so, on a random, random rant there. No, 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 no. I, I get it. The 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 uh, trophy that mattered that year was the one that Vince Young lifted. So uh, I think we, we all know who won. Yeah, correct. But uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, players who are, are moving on uh, to, to the next level um, and uh, taking the stats they have and cashing out, uh, softball senior shortstop, that's a lot of S's, Caitlin Slack, announced she will not return uh, for 2021. I think she's something like a 58 game uh, starter for the Longhorns. Um, so, uh, or excuse me, 158 game starter for the Longhorns. So uh, we'll be missed next year. Um, but uh, the rest of the seniors are still outstanding. Haven't announced um, if they are coming from uh, outfielders, Caitlin Washington, Reagan Hathaway, Tuesday, De Margosian, um, and then utility uh, player, Shannon Rhodes, all um, still TBD what they're doing. And, I think more, I mean, we talked about it last week. Miranda Elish is coming back. Uh, so that's 
one of the big pieces, and I really thought that her coming back would keep a lot of this together, yeah. but if you got plans, you got plans, right? Like, if you got other things, hey, I got a job lined up. Okay, dope. Well, we'll see you later. Like, it's been great having you. But, like, I can't fall. Again, this is this is the podcast where we'll never fault a player for doing what's best for them. Yeah, for sure. I don't. I was trying to look up uh, what her uh, her major was. But either way, yeah, she's got a job. She's got things to do. Um, she's the daughter of a softball coach, so I thought maybe that might make her stick around, add to the, uh, the hundred um, some odd starts that she had already racked up but uh best of luck to her um but speaking of a uh, little change here folks coming back gerald i heard a uh, a former face I don't, I don't remember if you covered but i certainly covered um during my time on campus the women's basketball team and got to interview and spend a decent amount of time talking to coach gail gossett returning to basketball Big news. I was on my last year covering women's basketball was her first year on campus and kind of the transition from the legend Jody Conrad to to coach Augustine Kors. And she was just super cool. Um, and the reason why she stepped away from basketball is the absolutely right reason. She's like, I don't want my life to be just basketball. I'm like, mm. dope. I get that. Uh, and so the fact that she's kind of come to grips with that and she's able to step back in, she kind of there was a big article in The Athletic this week about it. Uh, but, it, you know, her former players, uh, Ariel Atkins retweeted it like it's just cool to see her kind coming back. She was a really great person, really cool to be around. And I love the coaches that never really treated us like student media when we were student media. Uh, And she was one of those ones that like was just treated us through that most respect. It was super incredible. For sure. Eight years away. It'll be interesting to see if the game has changed. Um, as, uh, as Mace said, the game didn't change. Um, uh, but, uh, welcome back. Welcome back. The, uh, the, the news that probably, because we, we touched on a lot of football here that uh, may may have already made the rounds, but nonetheless, we are excited to see it, is uh, Colt McCoy will continue to be an NFL quarterback, continue to uh, cash paychecks to uh, fund his Dunkin' Donuts empire, signing with the New York Football Giants. Getting paid to not play football is great. That's all I got to say about that. I, I don't play football, and they don't pay me to do it. So, yeah. Could be worse. <laughs> And finally, uh, on the Longhorn quarterback thread, uh, Pro Football Focus, who we, we often will, will uh, take a look at what they have to say. We think they're a pretty good organization, pretty good uh, breakdown of stats, and they do their grades. Um, they released the, the 2019 um, season grades for, for quarterback Sam Ellinger, um, and he had a uh, fairly good 90.2, to put that in context, that's the number six uh, highest score in the country. Gerald, that seems to be a sign, uh, a, a progress progression uh of of 2017 18 19 and what maybe we could expect for 2020 yeah and again that weird narrative around sam ellinger that he's not that good or he wasn't that good like i just don't like the numbers bear it out right like i don't know why people give him this bad rep maybe some like he he early in his career he struggled on the big stage right he had the weird uh usc interception he had the I'm just going to go and say he had a concussion against Oklahoma state and threw that mm-hmm. weird pass, mm-hmm. um, his, his freshman year. And like, I just, there's just, it's weird. Like people just don't want to believe him. And he was the, the sixth best quarterback in the country, according to pro football focus. And he's improved steadily and markedly every year. And I'm really excited to see what he does under the tutelage of a guy like Mike Yersich. I mean, if you just follow the trend from number 61 to number 13 to number six, it's very clear that at worst he's going to be number two um, this season. And, and all my math folks, feel free to um, tell me if I did that correctly, if I did my SAT question there correctly, tracing the pattern. But uh, hit me at, at replies of Texas on, uh, on the uh, at Longhorn pod Twitter. Gerald, that's it for me. And that's all we've got for you this week. Kyle. 
Where can the good folks find you on the internet? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Kyle Carpenter. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at GH Getter. Follow the show on Twitter at Longhorn Pod. Shoot us an email, LonghornRepublicPod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in again this week. And until next time, hook em. Hook em. I've been practicing my esports. <laughs> <laughs>